So welcome everyone to another episode of Inside the Bunker. This is episode two of the Moon Knight conversation. First of all, I wanted to apologize for everybody for last week's episode. There was a lot of audio issues. Uh, I took care of them. They are not going to be an issue as you guys are listening to this episode, but uh, please bear with me. It's part of podcasting. It's part of um, getting used to everything. When there's technical issues come up, uh, it just sort of happens. So thank you, Jared, for joining me again. Absolutely, man. Uh, glad to be here. But I want to start off with your initial thoughts. What uh, was like your overall impression of the episode? So to get to that, I want to go over my impressions for the first episode a little again. Uh, so the first episode I did like and it was like I thought it was like well shot and everything, but it didn't really like hook me. This episode hooked me like this is exactly what I wanted. It's like when I think of a Moon Knight TV show, this is what I've been wanting and hoping for. I know we kind of talked off camera a little bit about that. See, I I loved, and, and to go back to the last episode, I loved the first episode. And I remember you were kind of conflicted on that. You were kind of like, well, I, I liked it, but I didn't love it, is I think your exact quote on it. But yeah. I felt like there were parts of episode two that I really liked, but I don't know mm. quite yet. I'm kind of in, in that mixed bag, and I'm going to mm. rewatch it again probably tomorrow just to kind of like, to get a new fresh eyes on it and it's been a kind of a yeah. long day but there was a lot to like and a lot of things i didn't like which I'll, we'll get into during the episode uh so what mm. what was what made this episode for you like what was like the catalyst for like loving this episode this is kind of a wider look at the world you do see um him interacting with a lot more characters um the the new character who comes in i don't know if you want to get the spoilers exactly just yet Oh yeah, there will be spoilers. So um, so yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so yes, anything following so, here is spoiler territory. <laughs> we should all know that uh, by now, but yeah. <laughs> the character of Layla that gets introduced in this episode, I liked her a lot. I liked the way she interacted with uh, Mark slash Stephen, uh, or Stephen slash Mark, I guess. Um, he his interactions with uh, Arthur Harrow were really interesting. Uh, there's kind of a little backstory thing that I'm not sure how you feel about it. I'm, you know, we'll see how it plays out in future episodes. We can talk about that in a little bit. He, in general, I think Stephen felt a little less like a putz in this episode, where he was very much just kind of a sad sack mm -hmm. in the first one. Uh, you, he, he's he he still is a little bit, but he's also just like trying to assert himself at least in this episode, and he's trying to take some control. Uh, so I appreciate that a little more and. You know, th that's what you want out of a show. You want to see a character grow. And even if they start down low, you want to see them climb to a greater height. And I think this episode, like, showed a little bit of that. Uh, you know, a big thing is we really got to see Moon Knight in action, even though it was just a little bit. Uh, it was still, you know, visually fantastic. Uh, I don't know. Th this episode just had, it, it just ticked all the boxes for me. Like, it was what I was wanting. Yeah, I agree. I agree with the uh, the Stephen Grant kind of growing a pair, if you will. Uh, the yeah. the scene where he's like, I kind of draw the line at child murderer. <laughs> that was like, okay, yeah. that's, that was, that's like that that was that was great. Like, and he actually stood up for himself instead of just being like, you know, that guy that's just like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna believe whatever you're telling me and just you know whatever. But um, yeah. and yeah, Ethan Hawke's performance, like I liked him in the first episode. He was fantastic again in this episode. <laughs> like mm. like his his facial cues and stuff, and like his 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 turn there right towards that conversation of like hey um so what's Conchie ta 
telling you and stuff like that. And then I do love yeah. they got into Kanchu, like that that whole lore and, and kind of explained, you know, Kanchu and mm-hmm. his character and, you know, ca- calling him a, what is he, like a like a two-year-old or whatever. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I, I- I think you said petulant child or <laughs> yeah, what? petulant child. <laughs> but um, my thought too, um, to bring up Harrow a little bit is the whole revelation that I guess, well, I don't know if he's telling the truth or what, that he used to be Conchu's avatar or like a yeah, former, former moon Knight or something like that. That, so what are your thoughts on that? Cause I was kind of like, huh, that was an interest. I wasn't expecting that. Um, Yeah. that That's kind of the thing that I'm like, I don't know how you feel about that. It, it all depends on how they play it off. Like, I, I'm not expecting this to be exactly the comics. Like these live action adaptations never are. So I know they're going to do some changes and that's fine. Um, but I do believe this would mark the first time, uh, you know, uh, Mark Moon Knight, whichever person you're talking about uh, has actually interacted with a previous avatar. And I, I do think that can lead to some interesting dynamic and conversation, at least between those two characters. Uh, I, I kind of am inclined to believe Arthur Harrow just because he was hitting the nail on the head with everything Conchie was saying. So either he can hear him and was just, you know, playing it off, or he spent enough time with Conchie to know exactly how he's going to act in a given situation. Because he was just every time Conchie would say something, he's like, oh, he just said this, didn't he? And he was right. So I think that yeah. leads a lot of credence to what he's saying. Yeah, and I think, I, I mean, he knew exactly what he was saying, too. It wasn't like, oh, he's wanting you to kill me now, right? And he's like, crushes windpipe. I was like, that was, that was fantastic. And I, I will say, too, just as a quick side note, I did like Conchu's voice in this episode much better than the first episode. I don't know if it was the editing or what, but it just didn't sound as booming. It sounded more kind of a natural talking voice. I don't know what that was, but I did enjoy it a lot better. So the big, one of the big reveals in the episode, actually, and I'm surprised, again, that I, I mean, the, the, the show is moving so fast, which is cool. I mean, it's only six episodes, mm-hmm. so I'm glad that it is moving fast. Is that they introduced the Mr. Knight outfit, like, in the second episode. And it was like, oh, here yeah. you go. You know, and um, I I have mixed mixed feelings about it. The look of it, to me, was awesome. It looks perfect. I, I thought it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the coloring, the, the way, the, even his eyes, the way they, you know, are glowing and everything. I thought it was really cool, like a cool look. I wasn't a fan of... <laughs> And I understand it's Steven, you know, his version of Moon Knight in that suit. But yeah. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the comedy. Um, I, I, I like comedy. I'm all for it. But the whole like, mm. you know, sting like a butterfly, fling like a bee, you know, that, it was corny. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, it just kind of <laughs> took me out of it for a second. Um, and I know yeah. I know you're a huge fan of like the Mr. Knight persona, too. So what were your thoughts on mm. that? Uh, I, again, it's something I really liked. Um, I, I don't remember if I said it last episode, but I did, I, at least in the conversation with some of my friends outside of it, uh, I did make that prediction. And I'm, so I'm kind of really happy that I was right. Um, the, the one thing about the show costume that I don't quite like is like the weird split down the face in the mask. Like it looks like it was stitched together, but this is introducing an interesting mechanic where I guess Moon Knight is not its own persona that is mark as moon knight so steven is mr knight and a lot of the stuff that we're seeing in promotional images and stuff like is showing uh oscar isaac in triplicate so that makes me a lot more hopeful that we'll actually get to jake lockley at some point in the season because mr knight and moon knight aren't separate personas they are a like that's just how the avatar is expressing through the individual personality. So I, I think that's really cool 
Um, I'm interested to see what they can do with that. You know, if Jake Lockley becomes a big part of it, you know, he could also get his own Moon Knight persona, which would be a departure from the comics, but also at the same time, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do different things because it's live action, so I'm down. Yeah, and I I think it's it's a lot to explain. I knew in six episodes when they first uh, showed the promotional material and said they were gonna have Mister Knight like as a kind of a costume. I was like, man, that's a lot to un mm-hmm. unwrap in six episodes. <laughs> like, there's a whole lot of because you know in the comics he's you know kind of like I I I don't want to compare because I hate the I hate the whole you know Moon Knight is Marvel's Batman, Marvel's Batman, all, all that crap. I hate it. Um, but mm-hmm. it's um. It's very much like a Bruce Wayne type of feel because he's it's it's like like detective. He's a detective, and yeah. he you know it's 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 more of his like cool, calculated. You know, I'm I'm gonna figure out you know a way to do. It. And then the comic series right now, kind of to go into the comics, you know, he's only really the Mister Knight persona from ninety percent of the comic. You know, so the turn into the actual Moon Knight. I mm. I loved I love the turn. I I do like that. Actually, one of my favorite parts of the episode, because, you know, the whole up, the whole series so far, Mark has been kind of putting down Steven, like, put me in control. You're 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 basically you're useless. Like, let, let yeah. I, I'll get us killed is when he's looking into the bus and he's like, that was a pretty good right punch. You know, and he kind of yeah. looks at him and he says that I was like, it's kind of like a bigger brother kind of like telling you like, hey, that OK, you you, you did good there, kid. But um, I like yeah. that. I thought it was a pretty cool. And then he kind of gave in and was like, OK take over but just just for a little bit you know and then he mm-hmm. and, and that that whole sequence was awesome i thought of him running through the rooftops and and that was badass i was like oh this is this is what i signed up for so but yep exactly uh one part i really liked in that interaction was a uh, like the the whole thing with steven like you were saying earlier doing his like a uh, like a butterfly thing like a bee like he's not an aggressive person he doesn't know how to be aggressive he doesn't know to how to like talk shit during a fight so that's the best he can do, and it, it does seem a little out of place tonally, but I, at the same time, I do get it. Um, well, yeah, and, and that that's why I can I can look past it, and I was kind of like, okay, but that was the only part, like, if I had to complain about anything about the episode, that was it, and that's a low complaint. It was kind of like one of those, you know, I don't have any problems with it. I, I yeah. totally enjoy, enjoyed it. Um, one <laughs> thing I was kind of talking when I was watching it with uh, Christina, we were... I was kind of spitballing because I know I know there's just from reading previews and stuff like that. And I think I kind of touched on the last episode we were talking, but uh, a lot of the media got like the first four episodes. And they said that the fourth episode, whatever happens in it, is a huge Mm -hmm. tonal shift shift for the show. Or there's something that's going to question your thoughts on like the first three episodes or whatever. I don't have any idea. I I won't I won't look up spoilers. I won't do any of that. But Mm -hmm. I was one of my theories. And this is just uh, just me spitballing. I was thinking, what if, and I and I brought this up months ago, back when they first showed the first trailer of him actually turning into Moon Knight and, and it being like a symbiote look and everything, and before we knew what the show was going to be. And I was like, well, what if all this is kind of in his head? I mean, he's already crazy. So, but what what oh, yeah. what if uh, like him manifesting the suit is crazy? And then I was watching it, and I'm thinking maybe he's in the an asylum or something. That was one of my like yeah. thoughts of like maybe he's in an asylum and he's like imagining all this happening. But now that I'm watching it after two episodes, I'm starting to lean towards that not being the case because of like showing Harrow actually getting the scarab. They that wouldn't be in something that was from like Stephen's perspective. But I, you know what I mean? Like like yeah. he wouldn't know that that happened or whatever. So I'm I'm kind of like I don't know what what's going to happen. And and that's one thing I love about the show so far is I have no idea what direction they're going and. As a Moon Knight fan, I, I enjoy that. I'm glad that I can't predict anything. Like 
I mm. wouldn't have thought that Mr. Knight would have been introduced the way he was. I mean, you predicted it, that it was, you know, going to be Stephen Grant. And I do like that because it kind of gives people kind of an idea of like, okay, you know, these different personas, Mark Spector has the Moon Knight, you know, uh, Stephen Grant has Mr. Knight. I like that. Yeah. Um, I was also very appreciative that they did the whole, uh, like, take off the jacket, roll up the sleeves, which is a thing from the uh, the Warren Ellis run, you know, yes. where the Mr. Knight persona was introduced. Uh, I, I hadn't thought of the whole thing being in an asylum before, but I, I actually, I would not be surprised if they p- tried to gaslight Steven by putting him in an asylum. And just like lying to him and like, oh, that never happened. No, you've been here this whole time when, you know, he has been going out and doing some of this stuff. So I, I think you might be onto something. There is also a scene in the trailer, which I watched again last night, where he is dressed in white and it looks like he's in a white room and he's yelling and like slapping his face with both hands. Right. Uh, that definitely looks like it could be in an asylum. And so and if you watch the end credits, too, because this is something I was re- when I was watching it a few hours ago, we um when it's showing, it actually shows off the hallway scene from the very first episode where he's um, in his apartment and it, it's got like the elevator mm-hmm. and it kind of flashes and then it turns into the uh, lockers from this episode and then it flashes again and it's a hospital. So it looks oh. like it, it looks like rooms. If you go back and rewatch it, it's like rooms out of a hospital, like like a mental asylum. So I'm wondering if that because I'm thinking, OK, the next episode looks like it's setting up the whole Cairo um, Egypt type of storyline, like probably Mark's point of view. I'm a, I'm a, my prediction is probably it's going to be primarily through Mark's point of view. Um, the next episode, just kind of to go back. But I'm like, when would they have time to go back to like a mental asylum in four episodes and do all that? that? So I'm wondering if there's more to it, if, if or something. Or like you said, I think that's I like that idea of the whole gaslighting thing of like maybe maybe he has like a two month period where he blacks out or something and he doesn't realize. Like, why, how am I here? Why am I here? I blacked out for two months. Yeah. What are you talking about? You know, something like that. But yeah, if you go back and rewatch it, um, I do like that Crawley kind of made another appearance as well. That was kind of funny. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad that it actually... He's like, oh. Know, yeah. <laughs> he, he's just like, oh, why is this guy hugging me? Uh, mm-hmm. What's going on? <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if there's more to him. Um, and actually, I was watching um, I was watching a couple other uh, podcasts today and listening to some podcasts about the episode and they were talking about the um, Crawley's going to have a bigger role or if he's just kind of a one-off like little Easter egg character. I don't, I don't know if they would get into him right away. I mean, that's a lot more to introduce, but was there anything else about the episode you really liked? The conversation between Mark and Steven, right when Steven first changed into Mr. Knight, I liked a lot. Uh, cause Steven was like, really, that's what you're going with. Uh, just cause uh, I, I also like how it's a manifestation of like Layla's constantly telling him like someone the suit, someone the suit, you have to do this. And he doesn't know what she's talking about. He hasn't seen Moon Knight at that point. He doesn't right. know what the suit is supposed to look like. So <laughs> he literally manifests a three piece suit because he doesn't know what else <laughs> she's talking about. So I really like that detail. I like how the Mr. Knight is a reflection of that. The uh, after he talks to Mark, he gets knocked uh, into a car and he grabs the bumper and it like, crushes under his hand uh so that's showing that he has super strength that's cool you know moon knight doesn't always have superpowers uh that he has on and off depending on the run but uh that's cool that you know we know this version does thing that i think was interesting when when uh mark goes back to being mark uh you know he lets the moon knight suit go away 
uh, that scene is played in reverse in the trailer. So that's that's the yeah. one scene we get a good look of where he's like it looks like he's putting the suit on. So it's neat that they oh they reversed it and so we actually see that it's him taking it off and then his conversation with Steven again where Steven's like I don't like this I don't like being here not in control so it, the dynamic is definitely developing in an interesting way and I like that a lot. Yeah, I'd, I'd liked at the beginning of the episode, too, um, when they're going through the security footage, and I was expecting him to see everything, and then you notice that you you can't. Like, you, they couldn't mm. see the the uh, Anubis or whatever the hell it was, or a jackal is what he called it, a yeah. jackal. Um, but I, I, I like that because I wasn't expecting that. I was like, okay, well, what's he going to see? And then, you know, I, I thought that was pretty cool. I the only, the only other, I guess, complaint I had for the episode, besides the whole Mr. Knight thing we were talking about, is... I felt like the scene where with the Jackal at the very end when they're fighting, when they weren't showing him and it was like him being thrown up against the car and everything that went on for a little too long. <laughs> Cause I was like, I was like, are they just, <laughs> like, it just was kind of silly at that point, but I get why, because obviously she couldn't see the monster, but I was like, did they do this for budgetary reasons or, or was it? I, I kind of that? think that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like, they were talking about that on, like I said, one of the other shows I listened to and they were like, yeah, that probably cut like $50,000 off the budget just to have him just swing around and everything. <laughs> So I was like, okay, that makes sense. But, um, but yeah, as far as uh, overall the episode, I mean, I thought it was great. It, I I hate waiting week to week. I like it in the fact that we can like talk about it and everything. It's not like a one and done. You get the, I mean, we, me and you both would have watched all six episodes probably numerous times by now, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I I'm glad that we get that. But I also I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to wait another week, you know. And um, and again, there mm-hmm. hasn't been any spoilers that I know of leak or anything like that. So I'm really happy that they're keeping everything under under wraps um was there anything you didn't like about the episode or any predictions you have for future episodes this is the episode where like i was sitting there and i got the big stupid happy grin on my face because it's what i wanted you know uh so i don't i don't have any big nitpicks about it like um i really enjoyed everything um for predictions while it, it would be weird to have like a time jump or anything and have him get stuck in an asylum there's always a flashback, you know, that that whole scene could be played out again. Just him, you know, uh, discovering he has uh, DID. You know, it's there. There's still plenty of ways they could work it in and, it, it, you know, feel normal. What I said before, I think that uh, there's some more evidence now that we will see Jake Lockley eventually before the end of the show. And, you know, maybe he'll have his own version of the Moon Knight costume uh aside from that not any big predictions i'm wondering too um the whole scene at the very end uh where he's laying by the bed and he's drinking you know that bottle of alcohol mm-hmm. um and you see uh i think it's steven his reflection in the mirror you know right at the beginning of that and it kind of pans over to mark i'm assuming that's mark and his personality uh one of the other uh channels i was watching actually was they were theorizing that that could be like Jake Lockley. And I'm like, no, that's not, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to say, no, I don't think they, they would do that this quickly anyways, because it's just, it, it would be more confusion to add onto another story. They're probably trying to move the story along a little bit to get, yeah. you know, to, to figure out what's going on with the whole tomb of Ahmet and, and all that. But I, again, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with the show. I'm glad that we just get a moon Knight show and plus they had a new issue of the comic come out today which i was not able to go pick up yet but i probably i might do that tomorrow i might i might it was really good oh i was gonna say yeah everybody i know that's that's read it said it's really good as as the whole run has been so but um Mm -hmm. but yeah no i'm gonna 
pick that up to read it. But the fact that we got a new episode of a Moon Knight television show on the same day as a Moon Knight comic is, you know, just extraordinarily awesome. And uh, well, it's going to happen twice while the show's on. So oh, that's that's, <laughs> that's amazing. Hopefully we get more of that. Hopefully we get like a season two or, or a movie or something else. But um, mm-hmm. do you have any other thoughts on the episode? Uh, I uh, just kind of some comments. Um, I do think it is really interesting how Harrow apparently like we saw him in this like, Eastern European village before. And it seemed like he had a lot of influence and followers there. And now we see him you know, in the heart of London, apparently. And he also has a lot of followers there and it's seeming like a little commune that he's built up. So like that's indicative of th- this man has an insane amount of reach and influence reach. Yes. That's the word influence. Yeah. I was going to say too, um, my, I kind of to go back, um, the scene where Layla's in his apartment or his loft, and she's they're going through and they find the poem, you know, and they're they're talking and was it French? I think it was French. Um, yes. The fact that she's like, oh, that's my favorite, too. I'm wondering if Mark kind of helped push that along to make like Stephen like more like Layla, because it seems like they're very more more in common than Mark and her, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like Stephen's personality is more in line with like Layla, like being an archaeologist, liking that type of stuff, knowing about hieroglyphics. Mm all that. So I'm wondering if that's going to come into like, he helped to kind of nurture that persona to kind of like get closer to her or whatever. I don't know, but that was just one of those things I kind of like picked up while I was watching it. Uh, I definitely got the same kind of vibes. Um, that will probably end up being the case I would assume, but yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. And I'm wondering too, like, is she supposed to be like the replacement for Marlene or is this just like a, or, or is it like a red herring type deal or what? I'm just, the cool thing about Moon Knight, and for those of you that are listening to this and have not watched Moon Knight or read a Moon Knight comic, which I don't know what the hell you're doing here. But anyways, <laughs> um, if if you do, the great thing about every like run of Moon Knight is everybody has their own take on the character. And they all can be correct because he's crazy. <laughs> so he's got a lot of baggage. He's got a lot of shit going on. So there's a lot of things that are like, like you could have 10 issues of a run be like, okay, that all was in his head. That never actually happened. It was just stuff that he kind of made up or thought happened. And that's the great thing about the show is they can do that as well. It's kind of like, and that's the way I'm kind of taking this is it's like another creator's interpretive view of Moon Knight, as opposed to it being like, oh, this is going to be panel for panel, the comic book, because if I wanted that, I'd just read the comic book. That's the way I've always looked at media tie-ins and stuff in general. Like I don't need to play a video game or read a comic book of an adaptation of something that I've already seen, (laughs) you know, it's kind of pointless. Now, if it's adding to it, if it's something like a different take on it, I'm okay with that. But, but yeah, that was all of my uh, notes on Moon Knight. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about this episode, Jared? I think that about covers it. Um, It's this episode is just a lot of gush. Like (laughs) it just, it's, it's so cool. It's so much of what I wanted. Um, You know, there's no like little nitpicky things to pick apart or anything. It's just, Oh man, I loved this. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's 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 kind of how I feel. Also, like I said, I I wish that I kind of was hoping that these two episodes would have been a back to back episode. I think I would have that would have made it even better in my eyes. It's like having a part one and a part two kind of deal, and just like it would have been a great two episode to start the series. And I and I'm I'm happy with what we're getting. So, but um, but yeah, for all of you guys that are listening to this, watching again, I apologize for last week's episode. This episode will sound a lot better, as you already know if you've listened to it. But uh, like, like, subscribe, do all that jazz, uh, leave comments. I do read all the comments. I try to respond to as many of them as possible. I appreciate all the 
all of you that have been writing me and everything. I appreciate that. So um, until next week, we will be doing this again uh, next week, uh, next Wednesday, a week from today. So I will talk to you guys all then. And thank you, Jared, for joining me again, bud. Right, thanks, Keith. Appreciate it. Yep. Talk to you later. I right, have a good one.